0: To Podcast. Welcome, guys. I'm glad that we're doing it. Finally, after much,
1: much waiting, here we are. Good afternoon.
0: Danny. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Thank oh, you good, for waking good up morning. early. Your, I hope that you are sufficiently caffeinated in order to be able to partake in this august uh,
2: event. I am. Uh, never sufficiently caffeinated a barrett but i do you did notice i do have my cool crew uh yeah uh, mug here representing the team nice to uh yeah
1: i want to get one of those those are that's sweet yeah we have uh we have a couple of them they're they're they're
2: uh the one of the more popular items in our uh kitchen
1: I, I do, I do, I do think it. Also, the other thing I'm noticing right now in the swag department, or maybe not swag, in Danny's house is a Gibson guitar, which we would be remiss to not mention. Uh, yeah, in the corner.
2: almost, almost Gibson. It's an Epiphone, oh. okay, but it is sorry. a less, but it is a. It's a Les, Les Paul. Paul.
1: It's a Les Paul. Okay, that's edition right. Edition of the okay. Epiphone. Yeah. Okay, it's a Les Paul. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And, and of course, the uh, I don't know if you can see it there but the uh the texas longhorn it's in yeah. the corner there too so Beautiful. very nice I, I have all my
1: bases covered nice
0: very well done well guys it is a uh it's a pleasure uh to be here with you uh yeah garrick has uh paw patrol over yeah
1: shoulder it's my i'm in my daughter's room obviously <laughs> obviously yeah definitely in my daughter's room <laughs> how does, how does ZU feel about you decorating your bedroom with Paw Patrol?
0: This, I have I have many leather-bound books uh, yeah, over yeah. my shoulder. It, it, it helps people think I'm intelligent. If you can't actually be intelligent, it's good to give off the vibe. Well, okay, so we're going to experiment with different ideas here. Maybe one week we'll just do one song. This week we're going to try to do two, possibly three songs, or three rounds, rather yeah uh depending upon how this goes we may break it up into a two or three part series who knows sounds so, good but garrick take us away with your first selection of uh the day
1: yeah i i uh so you know we're we, we're thinking through songs that i think have a impact or in our lives uh because you know a song can be anything i mean well not anything but it could be any type of type of music and it it, it it can do a lot for us it doesn't always have to be Mozart and you know uh or the Beatles but it can be it can be all kinds of people so I, I chose uh, a song by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, uh partially because we were talking about him in the first one and I've been I read his recent memoir called Faith Hope and Carnage And so I've been thinking a lot about him and he's been a lot in the in the uh internet sphere recently partially because yeah. Uh, He's been doing these, um, going around, I think the UK mainly, and he's Australian, uh, and talking about uh, his book, obviously. And in that, uh, he's being asked a lot about faith, a lot about beauty, a lot about uh, creativity. He actually did an interview recently with the former Archbishop of Canterbury, uh, which is pretty interesting um, as well. Um, and anyway, I he's a guy uh if you if you've not listened to Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds you probably actually have. Uh so they're a band that started out kind of a post-punk kind of really aggressive uh angry kind of band in the late 70s early 80s uh but their music encompasses everything from that to very quiet piano ballads about love to Uh, to, you know, um, country-ish or maybe Australian country kind of type music to, you know, really deconstructed kind of experimental stuff to uh, kind of some more, even now more electronic type music uh, that they're playing around with a little bit. And uh, this song is called Jesus Alone. um, And it comes off the album Skeleton Tree, which was an album they were making when his 15-year-old son accidentally fell off a cliff and died. So that album and the album after it are very marked by a shift in his life and then he and he talks about it too is that that was the the thing that has brought him back to church and back to god is this this crisis um and i saw an interview where he he talked about this um this reality uh and that he didn't really doesn't feel like he has become a full person to experience true grief um and he was running around kind of living his life chaotically in some sense uh you know former drug user but kind of had landed um and so he has this this really hard experience and and what he said now is uh he's ch- it's changed how he's seen the world i think also his his kind of reviving of his faith has but he talks a lot about uh being that's important for us as humans and he feels his music is 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 to draw people towards beauty and that 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 beauty that there's a lot of bad in the world but the beauty allows us to see the beauty in other people and he, he said also the the grief he's experienced has allowed him to see the beauty in other people and in the world because what he sees now is uh, most people he feels who are who are maybe not so nice are people who are going through really hard situations or been through hard situations. And so he feels creating beauty allows for maybe those people to see the beauty in, in themselves and others as well. So he's got some interesting things he's working on for a guy who used to be a post-punk heroin addict. Uh, but still – Um, So the song is called Jesus Alone. I guess we would if if you're listening, if you're if you're out there listening in the podcast sphere, you would stop the uh, the this right now and listen to the song just to just to hear it. We don't
0: want to get sued for playing. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's on YouTube. Just type in Nick Cave Jesus Alone and uh, have a have a listen. And uh, then we would come back here and talk about the song. A little bit. So, what do you get? What do you guys think after listening? Uh, what were your initial well, feelings?
0: I, I have a, I have a first, I have a, a, couple of meta thoughts. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe that's my role here. Uh, but I've been thinking a lot lately about people who understand grace and love, forgiveness. Um, Jesus work in a in a true way. Um often, often experience the world in very uh, very strong colors. <laughs> uh if if maybe that like like in 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 listening to this, like musically there's a lot of I guess it would be minor keys. I'm not very musically oriented, but there's a lot of yeah, you know, sounds either. in it that are that are, are, are piercing to the ear. It's not exactly melodic,
1: but no, it's, moment, yeah. there
0: are moments where melody starts to break through and all of those times it is possibly the point at which, you know, Jesus is, is, is speaking. Right. And so I I'm often, those who seem to understand and be most gracious and know God's grace the best are those who have gone through deep and terrible experiences, right? But uh-huh. of which many times the world in Christ or Christian circles would judge them partially. So it was kind of my first my first pass at it. I was like, man, here's a guy who has seen a lot of the world. <laughs> uh some mm-hmm. of the ugly. And uh I was I was struck by that.
2: Yeah, I think it was <clears throat> that article that you sent along that you linked to from america magazine i think Mm it's called mm -hmm. um that actually kind of helped me process it a little bit um because um because yeah you're right i mean i i must have come across nick cave in the past but i i could not you know it's one of those things where maybe if you played a you know the most popular song or something i would have recognized it but he he wasn't so the the f- the first musically the first vibe i had on it was it does have kind of a johnny cash vibe to me mm-hmm. um which i love um but that article um you know they they talked about a little bit about his history and some of the stuff that you you mentioned in that intro and one of the one of the um, quotes i pulled out of it was uh when they were talking about his addiction and during that period and barrett kind of to your point the article said but the worse uh it says but the worse the addiction got the better the songs got too (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i wonder like uh you know there's there's kind of this i guess trope well, maybe you know that it's something to explore based on, you know, what what you shared, Barrett, which I think is a thousand percent true. But there's kind of this, this thing in art that, like, great art has to come from suffering. Yeah. Yeah. And that it can't. And I'm not sure that I complete that. I think that that's a, you know, a wholesale thing. Like it's always that, but. Um, but it's interesting to think like it, it, in some ways, what he produced and what Christ has produced in him, to your point, Barrett, um, would, would he, would it have been as impactful if he had not gone through those experiences? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There seems to be
0: a connection between suffering and profundity maybe. Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm well I mean let's think about David and I'll quote David here in a second um maybe if he did I don't know did he write all the proverbs or that was was, was that Solomon who wrote the proverbs Sol- Solomon. Solomon I'll quote his son uh <laughs> there, um,
0: there are some proverbs of David just
1: did. yeah yeah um you know it, it, I mean he uh, so sorry to you know, this is very pedantic but to quote Bono he would say that David was one of the first blues singers, Uh, you know, and the Psalms are, you know, are blues and gospel and it's all there. And, you know, but he was a guy who also experienced great tragedy of his own making sometimes. And, but you look at the Psalms and you hear that even the one, Oh Lord, why have you forsaken me? Which then gets quoted on the cross. Um, You know, right? Is that correct? I mean, where he's, 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 he's calling out, uh, you know, the Psalms in some sense. Um, so, you know, what those are, those are pretty profound. So I think, I think you're right. I think there. I, I agree with you. I'm a little skeptical that you great, great art. You always have to have fallen or experienced some yeah, great tragedy, but I think it probably deepens uh, something and, and something Nick cave. I've seen in his interviews too. He said, the thing that unifies us as humans is grief. We all have to experience grief. Uh, at some point. Um, and we, there's, we can, you know, enter into that with empathy and kindness and love. Um. So, so, so if you're listening, you know, I would say, I, I think what's going on in this song, which is this kind of, you know, very mournful, you know, the the music I'm interested in your take Danny on the music. I think Barrett had a good, but you know, what's going on here, this kind of bleak mournful, but very beautiful in some sense, mm-hmm. you know, background. It's got some strings in it, which I think really sets this really interesting tone. But then you have all these kind of images and pictures of people. And then the chorus is, with my voice, I'm calling you. And so when I hear that as a Christian, that is that is a common, common motif throughout the Bible. God's voice or Jesus' voice, you know, uh, Jesus saying, my sheep hear my voice, to quote Solomon, Proverbs, to you, O oh people, I call out. I raise my voice to all mankind. So there's this universality of God's voice calling out. And so, it, it, so it, I interpret this song as this is a gospel call to all of humanity. To I'm calling you. You know, that's that's what I that's what I kind of took away from this song. So I'm, I'm interested in Did you guys feel that or sense was that was that what you got or, or am I reading too much? into this. I mean,
0: I, I mean, when he says Jesus alone, right.
1: Yeah. That's the title. Yeah.
0: It leads one to say, well, where is Jesus in this and who is calling? And as a Christian, it's hard not to see someone calling and not to see God calling out. Yeah. Um, But what I, what's, I think what's fascinating to me, and this is what I mean by the whole suffering, the profundity that comes from, from suffering. Mm -hmm. And this is where I, I I'm why I like that we're doing this because I think, the, the context of an author's or an artist's life often mm-hmm. gives us insight into their profound. So they they can write a song that's profound in and of itself. But then once you understand some of the background, you start going, oh, yeah. Um. So even just the first, I mean, it starts off, you fell from the sky, crash landed in the field near the river Ader, Ader?
1: I think um, Ader, yeah.
0: Yeah. Flowers spring from the ground, lambs burst from the wounds of their mothers and a hole beneath the bridge. You convalesce, you fashion masks of twigs and clay. You cried beneath the dripping trees. Ghost song lodged in the throat of a mermaid. So there's like, this is beauty of yeah. a mythical creature that's stuck. Like, yeah. so there's just, I mean, it's just pain and suffering and convalescing yeah. and, you know, all the things. And he says, with my voice, I'm calling you. And I thought that it was really cool that when it, he sings that with uh, with my voice, I'm calling you, that's when it starts to become melodic.
1: Mm-hmm. So, so there's mm-hmm. a little
0: bit of melody that starts mm-hmm. to through um, on, on top of that. And then, you know, you're a young man walking covered in blood that's not yours. You're a woman in a yellow dress surrounded by a charm of hummingbirds. You're a young girl full of forbidden inj- energy flickering in the gloom. You're a drug addict lying on your back in a Tijuana hotel room. With my voice, I am calling you. Um, I part of, part of the reason that strikes me is I wouldn't be able to write with some of the profundity of the human yeah. experience that he writes because I, I grew up and had a relatively, in this respect, docile and boring childhood. In life but he has seen the sufferings of humanity and he's bringing he's bringing those out right mm-hmm. so there's just the contrast and the juxtaposition he's using that i thought was super cool
2: yeah yeah i think musically it's <clears throat> you know there is this concept of and it's popular in jazz um and in the blues this call and response uh concept and we see it make its way into uh, church music, gospel music, where there's a, uh, you know, there's a call out and there's a response back. Um, in this one, it feels in a way like it's got that same kind of, um, it's, it's musically broken up as the, the verse is really, yeah, there are these stark, almost, uh, you know, they're almost these ugly views, of what's kind of going on uh but the chorus is just beautiful Mm -hmm. right and i love the fact that in the chorus he's not um there's something powerful lyrically about not saying uh too much You, you could argue that in the verses he's actually you know there's what like eight people that are being described right in different formats, et cetera. The chorus is the same person, Mm -hmm. uh, every single time. Um, and it's really simple and it's really straightforward. And so that, yeah, the chorus is Jesus and the still small voice of Jesus. And it doesn't change. Mm -hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't shift like the characters in the verses shift. Um, and, uh, and the characters in the verses are also, uh, the, the one that, uh, the one that I think is really interesting is the third verse. You're an African doctor harvesting tear ducts. You believe in God, but you get no special dispensation for this belief now. Um, so you're, you're in it, you're working, you're struggling, uh, Mm -hmm. and nothing, Nothing special, uh, despite your service mm-hmm. uh, and your good intentions. Nothing special is happening to you uh, as a result of this. You're you're suffering along or, or dealing with it along with the rest of the of the people um, that are being described here. I I think that's that's great. Even for that person, Jesus is calling. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then at the very end, let us sit together until the moment comes, let us sit together in the dark until the moment comes, uh, just comforting words, right. From Jesus.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: One also theologically correct and not American evangelical, uh, uh, prosperity gospel. Yeah. Uh, Jesus invites us, calls out to us and he sits with us in darkness.
1: Mm, right? Yeah.
0: until the moment comes there's anticipation of the future but no promise of now complete and total relief like there's i will sit with you it's the togetherness Mm-mm. of the christ mm-hmm. with man in suffering while he suffers yeah you know, until a moment comes and i'll be with you but it'll be dark and so yeah. it's like i think that that's a it's profound i i th- i again not again but this is kind of why i'm i'm starting to like musicians as my some of my favorite theologians not because they could pass a theology exam but because it's where you know the experience of the human human course meets meets theology practical right Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. that's why more and more i'm beginning to like it so yeah
2: i love that line
1: too yeah Um, yeah, I'm glad you guys said that because I, I've kind of always I, that that was a line in the in the thing that struck me as the most powerful, but I I I didn't always connect it really well. So thanks for saying that because now I that now I see that where that goes, and I think it it would in preparation for this, I did I watched a very long interview kind of uh, with Nick Cave, and um, I cannot remember what it was. It was done by a kind of a media group that was trying to trying to bring people together in conversation it was it was it was pretty cool but what the they had some people listening could ask questions and one person asked what does christ mean to you and he said well the thing that's always drawn me to christ is this fact that he was abandoned and alone uh by his friends and he, he experienced this true grief and this true sense of abandonment but yet he was able you know but yet he you know completed what he was and so I so I wonder if that's tying in there too this sense that because Jesus has entered into that same experience right of 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 darkness and pain that he's able to sit with us in a way that uh well he has sympathy he's a God that's close but he 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 understands he has empathy when with all those things so I wonder if that's also playing around very clearly there in his mind, because um, I will say a lot of his songs, there's a lot of deep theology. When you read him talking about things, his, he's a guy who's read theology or read the Bible profoundly enough, profoundly enough, not profoundly, it's not a word, profoundly enough to get to grasp some of the the things. So I think you're right. There's some great theology, theology that's being done by artists, Spirit, and um, maybe they are opening up these windows for us to look at in ways uh, that are get through creativity you know deeper and more profound for us as well
2: yeah. yeah in that uh that sorry in that article the America magazine article this this quote jumped out to me and Barrett I the, when you said uh the musicians being some of your favorite theologians lately uh, this quote came to mind uh it it's cave himself saying Christ it seemed to me, was the victim of humanity's lack of imagination. Mm. He was hammered to the cross with the nails of creative vapidity, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> which I had to then go look up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's, yeah. A, that's a that's a great line. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I think uh, I think it's one of those things where I think they're vignettes, right? So they're not. He's not trying to write a systematic theology book. No, he's just writing an experience, and where Christ meets that, and that's okay. I I actually think maybe this crosses over into rabbit trails, but um, I I actually think that too often we're trying to present a theological or a systematic theological expose on. You know, or exposition on, yeah. to every person we meet, in the hopes that that's going to lead them to Christ. When sometimes what what we need is a collection of vignettes that starts to make sense of yeah. for people, and that's what ultimately yeah. what musicians do, right? That's why, in my experience, most people's theology is informed by more or less the music they they listen to, the movies they watch, and the books they read. Um, and it's a salad bar approach, and so you know they're just building it as they go not really thinking about the systematic approach of I it. Mean, not to say we don't need systematic theology it's fine and good um but what a musician can do is really and what david did right was mm-hmm. to take a vignette of this, of a of a part of life that is common and the theme and expounds on it in a way but with very few words right this wasn't a this wasn't a thick theology book but it's dripping with struggle mm-hmm. and, and some of the tensions that we experience in as human beings. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, you yeah. know, so there's a lot of cool stuff going on.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I think we should uh, move on to another song, but, but, but to determine, terminate, I'm sorry. I've got too many languages in my head from me and but to finish up a little bit with, with Nick, I, I think it just, it's, there's, there's something interesting going on with Nick cave right now in his life uh and and uh it's it's fascinating because i think he well so so when his i'll I'll just narrate it but when he when his son died he said he started to receive letters from fans who had also lost children or and it was very healing for him and his wife to read these letters so he felt he was maybe in a sense being called i don't know if he would say that but but he began a um uh it's something called the red hand files named after his song Red Right Hand, which is the if you've seen Peaky Blinders, is the intro song to Peaky Blinders, which is why a lot of people have heard his songs pop up in soundtracks and in movies. Um and so he 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 basically lets anyone write in and he responds to as much of it as he can. He posts it online. And but he feels it's his this kind of his duty to connect with his audience and and help them. Uh so so I saw an interview where someone said, That sounds like ministry. And he said I wouldn't want to use that word, but Uh, so, so, so so like I said, something is going on with him and his life right now. That's I think very fascinating. And Mm -hmm. as far as a musician of trying to really use ministry to impact people for the positive. Uh, And I think, you know, he's not maybe always going to come out. He's not an evangelical Christian, but he's, he's, he's definitely clear that Christ is in the background and all this. So interesting that uh, this is happening in, you know, sometimes we say the music world or the art world is, is you know, and is, does it include any spirituality or Christianity, but uh, I think it's an interesting thing happening.
0: That's really
1: cool.
2: Yeah. And the whole album you said is, is one of your
1: favorites, right? It's a really good album uh, just from start to finish. Uh, it's a very interesting album because it, um, it has, it's got deep emotions, And it's got a very interesting the the music to it is very haunting, melodic. The lyrics are are just always spot on, Um, but it's it's it. So I I really recommend it. Um, And and it ends very hopeful. Um, even though there's, I mean, he has a song about what it's like to, you know, to. And I think one of the lyrics that really stuck with me when he when he, I think he's writing about losing his son. He he said the urge to kill was. Oh, how does he say that the urge to kill was almost impossible to contain or so something along those lines like so he's 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 talking about his his this um, you know incredible grief um and in and, and it's 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 very in a very poetic way uh that i had not ever dealt with so wow great stuff